0: Read a lot of what you want to write is one thing, and just just write it. Don't worry about if you're getting it wrong. Don't let research sidetrack you. Um, get the get the story down, then you can go back and fact check, and you know, and fix and and tweak and that kind of thing. The main thing is to get the get the story in the in the computer.
1: We'll talk about this and much more today. Welcome to A Writer's Day Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to A Writer's Day Podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit and I'm an award-winning multi-published author of many books and I'm excited to have you here as we begin season five in my A Writer's Day Podcast so thank you for being such a valuable listener and i hope that you've enjoyed it be sure to visit my website at artbyruth.com to sign up for my newsletter and you'll get a free pdf copy of my award-winning book the road to home and i think you'll really enjoy it and post a review once you finish reading it and on my newsletter you will get updates as to what i'm up to uh, author interviews and book giveaways and much more So go to my website, artbyruth.com, to learn more about me, my books, my artwork, and to get a free PDF copy of The Road to Home. With over 40 books published, USA Today bestselling author Lynette Eason has become well-known for her adrenaline-laced suspense novels. And in her newest book, Double Take, she catapults readers into Lake City Heroes series and I'm excited to have Lynette back with me to talk about this new book so you know the drill grab your favorite beverage a comfortable chair kick back and relax as we listen to Lynette Eason talk about her new series hi everyone I'm honored to have the best-selling author Lynette Eason with me again to join me to talk about her new book Double Take welcome Lynette
0: Hi, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Of course.
1: So catch my listeners up with uh, what you've been up to over the summer and now into
0: the fall and here we are in winter. (laughs) I know, right? Um, Well, it's just mostly writing and uh, I moved this summer and uh, we downsized. We had a fairly large house and it was just the two of us kind of rattling around after my kids moved out, so we moved, and so it's been moving and setting up house, and um, I had some neck issues that I had to deal with, and just it's just been it has been quite the last seven months, let's just say that. But um, we're we're all settled in now, and my son moved home now, I want my house back, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so and now I'm, and, um, I'm actually in at a writer's retreat, and um, working on the next book we, um due on March 2nd, and I have a book tour coming up, uh, starting on, uh, actually I'm, book, I'm doing book signing here um, at Lichfield Books um, on Thursday, and then we kick off the really long part of the tour on the 23rd, so that's what's going on.
1: Wow. Now, do you set up your book tours, or does the publisher work with you on that? Yeah, Rebel Works. No, no. Nice. And so, is it just book signings and where you get to meet the readers, too?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah whoever shows up. <laughs> you know, obviously, I will um, have conversations with and meet, and um, I'm looking forward to, to meeting a lot of meet people and the readers and just i'm just thankful you know for anybody that wants to come up (laughs) get a book and have it signed and you know give them a hug oh that's great
1: and you have a lot of fans i tell you i hope so i
0: think so it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride that's for sure
1: (laughs) wow and i'm right there with you Our we downsized too and our son moved out and then our son moved back (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you got that huh? right
1: and, but he's great he's wonderful he's working full-time and uh, going to school so yeah, he's, that's what mine's doing too yeah he full you know working
0: full-time it's a great yeah. kid I don't, I don't care I exactly
1: just, I don't care either it's fun having him around but it's funny yeah. when you said that because I was like yep
0: you I get it. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> well that's great and so Let's talk about your new book, your new series. Actually, book one in the Lake City Heroes series. What was yeah. your inspiration for this series?
0: Um, you know, I get asked that question a lot, just for, for about every every series and book I write. And the truth of the matter is, I can't really say that it's inspiration. Um, it's more like desperation because i to come up <laughs> with something else. Um, No, so what I do is when it's time to come up with a new series, I tend to just kind of noodle around with some ideas, with some characters, and, you know, you know, my genre, um, all of my books are going to have some kind of law enforcement or medical or something, just because that's what my readers expect from me, and and that's what I love writing, so um, I kind of have that little I guess cocoon that I can kind of stay in and um and I just start thinking you know what's a cool law enforcement occupation that I haven't actually written about what is you know um what kind of characters do I need to fit in the stories and I start playing with those and then I start sending emails to my brainstorming partners going all right throw some ideas at me let's do (laughs) it and and um yeah, so when this series started, um, uh, I guess when I started thinking about it, it was probably two years ago, wow. uh, maybe even three at this point. I'm not sure, but um, and I just I just get in touch with those friends and we start working on books, you know. And I, I come up with four ideas, four main characters, and then a, like a specific uh way that they meet, and then a theme for each book, and then just start going from there. It's just It's just kind of a patchwork of things that eventually comes together to make hopefully a beautiful quilt. I don't know. How's that analogy? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's great.
1: And so some authors make the connection, the universe, you know, the town or the state or something, or some authors use a character
0: that will hop through each of those.
1: What's the connecting element between these books in your series?
0: So the connecting element between these books is pretty much well, it's it's all takes place in the fictional town of Lake City, um, North Carolina, which I loosely, very loosely based on Boone, North Carolina, um, in that area, and because I wanted a mountain town, I wanted you know when it's winter, it's a lot colder up there, and I like you know wanted. That to have that option for the weather to add to the suspense and okay. and that kind of thing. And I'm thinking about that and so, um, but I in North Carolina, I love the mountains of North Carolina. I'm up there quite often, so I'm familiar, you know, with that area, which helps when you write about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so, so that's that's really the thing that brings it all together. But they, these. The the people that I'm writing about the four friends, um, they all knew each other before the series started. So I have their background, you know, weaving in how they knew each other, what's the relationship, um, and and that kind of thing. So that so that's that that's kind of ties it all together as well.
1: Mm, that's neat. I've we've been to Asheville before; just beautiful. So that's yeah. neat. And I've talked to my listeners before about how authors use the setting that sometimes it will help their protagonist escape danger and sometimes it'll be a hindrance
0: Is yeah, <laughs> yours yeah. going to help
1: or hurt the main character
0: <laughs> ah good question um huh uh, <laughs> it depends on which book you're in <laughs>
1: okay okay
0: uh, yeah yeah so um I do go, I do use I'm trying to go across all of the seasons like Um, summer, winter, fall. Yeah. Um, I can't remember it. It's hard to remember exactly what, what I did in the other two books. (laughs) I've been so focused on working on this third book. So I'm in the third book and so Mm -hmm. thinking back to that first book, it's like, I'm not sure what season we were in, but (laughs) anyway, um, it will, it will either help or hinder. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I think it's important
1: for writers to remember that you should have a reason why, you're setting your story where it is, you know, Mm -hmm. if a reader asks you, why did you, you know, set it here? I think it's, Mm -hmm. they're, they're looking for a solid answer, not just, oh, I thought it was pretty, you know, (laughs) they want to know, how does it tie to your protagonist? Is it going to help them escape, you know, the danger, or is it going to put obstacles in their way? So it's kind of fun. That's the part of writing. I think that's fun is that we authors can do that you know mm-hmm. we can set a story where it's at and then have this really neat reason why it's there i think readers yeah. really like that yeah
0: yeah
1: okay well now tell us about your characters Lainey jackson and james
0: cross yeah so it's funny this story i started um actually wrote a synopsis for it for another publisher um and um i ended up because simply because the editor had asked me um to, to do that and i was like i wrote it and i was like no 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 i'm keeping this one um and so i when it came time to, to come up with a new series I, I pulled this story out because i really liked it and i wanted to see how it turned out um being written and is slightly different from what I usually do. It's not not totally, but just a little bit. It has more of a psychological thriller feel to it. Mm. So um, <clears throat> so that was I was like, okay, that's going to be the first book in this series. And so I had most of it written. I tweaked it and changed it a little bit and added a few things, took some things out, and um, yeah. So but Lainey is um she works at the hospital she's a physician's assistant uh, who works in the e r and um she survived a um an attempted murder suicide uh that was an attempted murder actually and it ended up in the prologue you find this out in the prologue um she k- killed her the man that was attacking her who was her fiance and um so a lot of there's some domestic violence in it in that part. It's nothing too graphic or anything like that, but it is there, and you know, if that's a trigger for anybody. But um it's fairly short. So anyway, fast forward 18 months, and um she is in working one night and James Cross comes in and he's been shot, but thankfully I got his vest, But she has him in the in the ER, and that's how they kind of um, how they kind of reconnect. Um, they, she knew him um, when they were kids or teenagers, I guess. She's, and she's still like best friends with his sister. And so um, she's kept up with them through, um, through Stephanie, his sister. And so that, you know, when they, they reconnect and then someone, it looks to be like someone's after her, of course, he's like, oh, let's figure this out. And so they start working together in that respect. But that, that's a little bit about them.
1: <laughs> that sounds great. So they're going to be helping each other catch this killer, correct? Yes. Yes, they are. So when you first start with the brainstorm, do you start first with the characters? Drop, you know, coming up with them and then put them in a situation, or do you come up with the situation first and then work on the characters?
0: I that you know I get asked that question a lot too. And um I started paying attention to how do I really do this? And mostly, most of the time I come up with the characters first. I come up with their names. I don't necessarily know them yet. I have their names. Because I know my, when I'm brainstorming a new series to pitch to my publisher, um, I know it's going to be four women. And so, I was like, okay, four women's names that I haven't used before. And so, yeah, I just start spinning the wheel and
1: find names, <laughs> <laughs> name
0: and um and so I do I come up with names and then I then I start thinking about who they are and what their occupations are what kind of story do I want to- and then I start thinking about the dangerous situation and oh. um and that kind of thing and then I think okay you know Uh, where is the story going to take place and then I start thinking okay now who are their love interests and what are their occupations and how can they (laughs) complement each other and so I'm like oh I really do figure out my characters before I do anything else and so that's interesting I figure out the characters I have to get to know my characters because I can't I can't write about people I don't know
1: yeah that's interesting I liked we've been watching The Crown. We've been doing a marathon watching The Crown oh, yeah, on Netflix yeah. and sometimes they'll say a name, a really beautiful English name or Scottish name and I'll jot it down and my son's like, "Mom, what are you doing?" I said, "I need names, you know. You don't yeah. want to just write about the same people over and over again." Yeah, exactly. The, the, the Crown is really good for names. If you ever yeah. Get <laughs> Now, I'm doing a podcast series about writing a suspense story Uh um, because that's what I'm doing. I'm writing a suspense for the first time ever, and it is so fun. I love it. But as I'm writing it, I'm learning a lot about it, too, so I've been doing some research. And one thing they recommend when writing a suspense story is to have that that hook, that compelling feature that really draws the reader into the story. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it's irony, you know, you might have mm-hmm. enemies and then they come together to help solve the crime, you know, or mm-hmm. uh, like in the movie Rear Window with mm-hmm. James Stewart and Grace Kelly, they were opposites attract, mm-hmm. track uh, right. coming together to solve this mystery. So do you like to come up with those interesting, compelling hooks that
0: draw your reader in? I mean, I hope they're in there. I don't consciously do that. I I kind of, like I said, I like the, to get to know the characters a little bit. Once I know them better, I can figure that part out, that um, in the theme, and and how their background is going to play into how the story, yeah. um you know, progresses and, and winds up being how it plays out, I guess.
1: And you do um, that with this one because they have that complicated – you know, past that complicated history, and that is yeah, kind of a hook. Readers like that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, a complicated history. You know, and of course, if, you know she falls in love with her best friend's brother. That, that's a hook. You know.
1: <laughs> sure. So, I love that. Yeah. Well, great. So, what's next in this series? What's coming up for uh, Lynette Eason?
0: Okay, so what's next is the book two releases in August. Um, it's called Target Acquired and it's the story of kenzie and cole and both of them are introduced in double take and cole is one of the he's one of the detectives he's james partner and he's one of the detectives on the police force he's also with swat and kenzie is she She's friends with the group, but she's not from like their childhood. So she is just like a new part of this group. So she's still trying to find her way and make sure that that um, the community that she's always kind of craved is is legit and real, and these people are real. And so Lainey's the one that kind of pulled her in um, to the group. And um, so it, it's interesting to. I really liked that story. I like Kinsey. Kenzie. Kenzie's a different she's a different breed and I think readers are going to really like her and connect with her. And of course, Cole, he's, he's made out to be kind of a playboy kind of guy in um, book one, but you find out that he, he goes a lot deeper than just the, the surface. um
1: nice. you know, Personality
0: kind of thing. So, yeah. So that's what's next. And like I said, I'm working on book three, it doesn't have a title yet, but um, the book three is um, Jesslyn McCormick. And she is a deputy state fire marshal, mm-hmm. and so of course my my main story is about an arsonist. And so, Ooh, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and then before I'll be out there as an air marshal. Christine Duncan is the um, is the character in that one, and she's an air marshal. So, oh, but great. you meet them all in the first book, and they they you know they they pop in and have little bits and pieces and parts in throughout the whole series. Yeah. Okay.
1: So what advice would you give someone like me who is attempting to write suspense for the first time?
0: What advice would you give a writer? Read a lot of what you want to write is one thing and just, just write it. Don't worry about if you're getting it wrong. Don't let research sidetrack you um, get the, get the story down. Then you can go back and fact check and, you know, and fix and, and tweak and that kind of thing. The main thing is to get the get the story in the in the computer and and then, you know, and have that group of people, find that group of people that can that will be willing to read, you know, if not the whole thing, you know, bits and pieces. And um and in, in doing your research, it's really great to go to conferences who have professionals there that can um, like in in whatever occupation that you chose um, for your story, whether it's FBI or uh, local police department, you know, fire marshal, whatever, yeah. and have that connection, um, uh, those resources available to you. There's lots of places, lots of conferences that you can go to that um, these people are there, and they, and that's why they're there. They want to help writers get yeah. it right because they want their occupation um, done right, and so. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just, it's just a matter. It takes time, it takes time to, to get there. It takes time to build up that, that community that you can go to and say, hey, I'm writing about, um, I need to know about South Carolina SLED. Well, most people don't know if you say SLED, they're like, SLED? So you think <laughs> that? Well, it's, it's the South Carolina law, State Law Enforcement Division for South Carolina. And Tennessee, it's the TBI, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. And so the state, you know, investigation. Event. So you have to learn the lingo for whatever state that you're working in, uh, with and that kind of thing. And it helps to make those connections with different people because they know that stuff. Mm, yeah, you want it to come
1: across as authentic.
0: You know, not, not
1: amateurish, yeah. Well, that's great advice. I love it. So readers can connect with you. On your website, LynetteEason.com, correct? Yes, correct. And they can sign up for your newsletter, where they'll find out Absolutely. more. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Sign up for my newsletter. <laughs> yes, I don't. Out. I don't fill your inbox with the newsletter every day. I promise.
1: <laughs> but that's the best way for them to find out about these amazing books that are coming up this year. So. Yeah, yeah. I keep it. I keep it current. I do my best to keep it current. Great, Good for you. And you're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Fantastic. Well, Lynette, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk with me and my listeners about your new series and your new book, Double Take, which releases in January 2024. And I can't believe we are already here in 2024.
0: No problem. Thank you. It was good talking
1: to you. Wow. Wasn't that great to listen to Lynette Eason talk about her new book, Double Take, book one in the Lake City Heroes series. Amazing. And I love how she researches for her books, how she brainstorms and her writing process is amazing. So I hope that you've been encouraged as I've been encouraged to keep going on this writing journey. I'm excited with my first attempt at writing suspense and her advice really encouraged me. So someone out there needs to read your story. So keep going, overcoming any obstacles in your way to take it from the computer to the publisher to your reader's hands. And until next time, God bless.